This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Ad Hero Podcast bonus episode with Simon Leslie of Inc., global travel media company and the author of the book Equanimity, The Diary of a CEO in Crisis. Simon, this is our bonus episode where we like to pick our guest brains with some off-the-wall questions and kind of just get their raw first quick take on stuff. And uh, one thing we notice on your Instagram page, which is uh, at Simon underscore Leslie 21, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you like to smoke a lot of cigars. Well, so do I. I uh, and, and I believe Gino does yes. as well. We oh, like yeah. to go to the cigar Absolutely. lounge quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite type of cigar? And uh, how did you how did you come to find that that brand? I'm a Monte Cristo. Nice. Fan. Oh, love Monte Cristos. Either, either a two or a three. Um, I don't know. Bradley was one of the first people that got me, uh, really got me into cigars. And when I when I come over and I bring in the Cubans, <laughs> and he and he can and he can verify they're real, they're they're real Cubans. He's very pleased to see me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I think it's a sign that. Um, you're breathing. You're taking nice deep, deep breaths, right. and you're enjoying yourself, and you're relaxing. You normally got a nice, nice drink with it, and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a. For me, it's a real great wind down. Do moment. Do you like to pair it with whiskey or brandy, or what do you like? Bourbon. Bourbon. There oh, you go. Oh, that's interesting. Nice. Oh, that's good. Actually, that's a lot. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a, it dep- depends where it depends where I am. In the states, it's bourbon. When when I'm here, I have a Zapaca with it in a warm glass. Oh, nice, huh. nice. Are you? I just real quick side question, follow up question on this. Are you a fan of? Uh, uh, lately, I've been getting into Japanese whiskeys. Are you a fan of those? Have you had that before? I did. <laughs> yeah, I went to the uh, the World Cup, two thousand eighteen or nineteen, and I brought back so many different Japanese oh. whiskeys. Mm. They're great. They, they really are actually i'm like i was shocked i was like wow this is really good stuff um but oh man i world cup's coming here to the states i think the next cycle round and and uh and try to get some tickets for that man world world cup's amazing yeah we're football fans over here especially matthew <laughs> uh, uh, diff, different world cup that was oh oh gotcha 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, we we watch we watch rugby, but every once in a while, it's it's it doesn't get as much airplay over here in the states, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, but uh, we we're, we're just we're just airing a um, a program called Rugby Town, which has taken uh, ex NFL players or people who didn't quite make the grade in the NFL, and they've created this place called Rugby Town where they're teaching them how to play rugby. Is that right? An American. That's awesome. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. So. You can watch it. You can watch it on ReachTV.com. So um, yeah, if you want to watch a little bit of rugby, you can you can go there and, and you can, can watch. That. Can I 
sports. It's, it's fascinating, actually, when you see. Can I just say, like, one, one follow-up question mm-hmm. on the sports, staying on the sports tip here. Did you go to the Euro final, the England, England in Italy, in the at uh, where, where did they play the? You were there. You were at at uh, Wembley. I, okay. <laughs> I had I had the get get. get I got I got the gift of all gifts that night. COVID. No, no way. <laughs> no, so England England loses a heartbreaker in penalties and you get COVID. That's 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 like a double whammy, man. But but at least you got to experience that. It must have been an insane atmosphere, I would imagine. Nevertheless. Uh, it was it was incredible. Uh, there's actually quite an interesting story. Go, oh, yeah, sure, please. Sure, sure, yeah. Because um, I, 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 I was trying all week to get tickets, probably even like a month before when it looked like they yep. were going to make it. And bear in mind that we haven't been to a final for about 50 years. So this was this was a major occasion. And I've got four boys. And I said, look, I've got, I, I want to get four tickets because the youngest one wasn't that bothered in football. But the older three wanted to go. And I tried everything. And... I pulled uh, every favor I could. Couldn't mm. get tickets, so it was on my birthday as well, which is just a coincidence. <laughs> and, I, um, it, it, and it coincided with the um, with the Wimbledon final. Oh, so that's right. I, I said, right, I can't get footballs. I can't get tickets for the football, so I'm going to go to the Wimbledon final. And I saw Novak, and I'm sat between um, what's the name between Kate and Tom <laughs> Cruise, and I'm like, great final. And on the Friday night before, I get a phone call from an ex-employee of mine who lives in France who said, look, do you want, do you want, t- do you want four tickets for the hospital? <laughs> she said, I've got one. And I went, you are kidding. This is dad of the year material. This is, you know, we're going we're gonna to go to the final. And, and I PayPal her the money and it goes, failed. I'll try one more time. Failed. And I phoned up. I said, I'm really sorry. She goes, no, it's a problem with my PayPal. She goes, I've just sent you the tickets. Paid oh, wow. We're, we're talking about fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000, right? So we're not talking about nothing. She goes, pay me next week. So there is, there is an element of if you do a good deed to somebody, at some point in the future, you'll get that good deed will right. come back. And that night, mine came back, and we went to the final. We had the most amazing picture together of the four of us, and then uh, two of us got COVID. And- <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that is, and it was on your birthday. And we lost on penalties. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get um, off that tip. Let's get yeah. off that. What's the next um, question? You, you know, uh, actually, this is not on the uh, list of, of questions, but I was kind of interested in it uh, anyway. Uh, going with the Reach TV. So if I'm a uh, traveler and I'm in the airport and I see your uh, television network, what can I expect? It depends what time of day you're there. If you're in the morning, you might get CNBC. We'll play CNBC Live or the Today Show. Then we have travel, shopping, eating, all the things that you might do on, mm. on vacation. So it plays content from various networks, our own original programming. If you're there at the weekend, you'll get one of the football games. We play live NFL football at, uh, at the airports as well. So we, we're the only network that has all five games of the wow. weekend. Thursday night, uh, Sunday, Sunday three games and Monday. See, I'm an expert now. And Monday awesome. evening as well. So we get we get all five games every weekend. And when they play in London, we even get that. Game oh, as that's well. right. Yeah, so you, you'll get live sport. Uh, yeah, they do do it in London game. So you get live sport and travel, and uh, 
and and great entertainment, lots of celebrities. It's 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 a way to kill the hour or so that you. And this is this is broadcasting on all the screens that are in the uh, the waiting areas before you board. Is that correct, or at the baggage claim and stuff like that? There's some at the baggage claim. They're in the gates, and also they're in the bars mm. and the restaurants. Oh wow! Screens in okay. You know, hundreds of venues. I I mean, is there. Was there a particular reason why – I mean, that sounds like an incredible opportunity. Was there a particular reason why CNN wanted to pull the plug on just not their business model or they were just tired of maybe dealing with it or something? Or what, what's your personal opinion? I mean, they, they, obviously they were there 30 years, and I think there was always a little bit of um, uh, rivalry between their content and, 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 and some of the passengers, depending what mm. they were in. <laughs> Um, especially in Texas, yeah. they weren't they weren't that favourable. Um, so I, I think I, I think they COVID was the reason they came mm. out. And you know, I, d- I didn't want to ask too many questions. I was just delighted. With yeah. So 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 staying on that line, like you guys don't uh, show CNN or Fox News. You'll just show like neutral news coverage if there's a breaking news or something like that. It'll just be like kind of like a generic coverage of it or a local coverage of it, something like that. The network is based on truth and positivity, so we try and keep everything nice. as positive as possible. You won't get the, you know, there was there was three there were three stabbings in Houston this morning, or you know, Mary got run over by a car. So even when we have local news, I like it's that. Positive local I news. thank you for really thank you for doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, the um, <laughs> well, to me personally, I don't think you're you're missing much without CNN, but that's just my <laughs> personal thing. Um. Y- y- well, let, let's 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 uh, touch upon the daily routine. How about a daily routine? What does Simon like to do for his daily routine? I mean, it's really interesting. Before COVID, it was get in the office early, leave the office late. If I'm lucky, get some lunch at my desk. And uh, but these days, it's far more far more relaxed. I go to the gym most mornings, um, and then go and have a nice breakfast and eat well. And I'll, I'll cut, and depending what I'm doing, if I'm if I've got a business opportunity or I'm trying to, you know, my my role is to find opportunities or find great mm. people to come and work here. So I I I do that every day. I'm going out there, meeting people, networking, seeing where I can go, come in the office, see if I can inspire some people here to mm. do some more deals. So my routine is about enjoying myself every single day. Having nice lunches, having nice breakfasts, having nice meetings, getting out there, you know, putting myself out. Um, you know, I, whilst I come across as extrovert and confident, I'm actually not. You know, I'm, I, I I need to push myself to do that as well. You know, I want to. I want to. I'm quite happy sitting on the sofa with my feet up watching some junk TV. <laughs> I really do push myself every day to make sure that every day I maximize. I maximize every day. On the way to gym, I listen to a podcast or a book. While I'm on the bike, I listen to the podcast or the book. On the way to breakfast, I'll do the same. Even while I'm at breakfast, I'll sit with my headphones in and I'll keep listening. I'm constantly pumping myself mm. with positivity. I'm always challenging myself. You know, I'm, I'm 50, 50 something on, on Friday and I still don't know anything. And I'm still learning every day. And I've got this open growth mindset that I, I believe that I can learn something from anybody and everybody I meet. And I'm not closed off to anything, and I don't think I'm clever or smart or know it all. I just 
I want to just keep learning. Uh, the, I have a, a question just popped in my head right now. Again, I'm kind of flying off the cuff a little bit on this, but I think a lot of small business owners would love to hear your personal take on this. When you hire salespeople, are you, do you, are you a believer that a salesperson could be like, you need to pay a salesperson like $150,000 a year. You know, they come to you, they, oh, I'm a really fantastic salesperson. Pay me 150 grand a year. I'm going to crush it for you, blah, blah, blah. Or are you of the belief of like, if you're a really good salesperson, let me give you commission only and prove it to me and to yourself how great you are. What's, what's your thought process on hiring salespeople from that perspective? I mean, I like to grow my own. I like to take people in and train them, mm. coach them, develop them, and, and mm. bring them through the network. You know, but I, I lost, you know, really a, a, my whole middle management, my whole senior mm. management nearly as well during COVID. So I've, I'm having to start again and, and, and find talent. I've hired a lot of $150,000 salespeople who are, who are still taking a salary and not mm. Be same same and, i've been there been there good. and I, I bet you some of our listeners have as well that's why i asked this question <laughs> look I'm, I'm yet to have a win yeah if i'm very very honest i'm yet to see a win uh, on, on any of those i've had some great times with some of them who've taken me to another level but the wins are really short and i'll tell you what the problem is most people when they get to a certain level, they don't want to do the things mm. that got them there. And that's the problem, right? I, I suddenly got a big salary. I, you know, life's cushy. You know, the reason you've just got fired is it didn't continue to right. deliver. I don't want to make as many cold deliver. calls. I don't want to do as many things because, you know, I'm, I'm beyond that or what. I mean, I've had those same experiences. That's why I asked that question, you know. And I, the biggest winners we've had in AdSymbol have been, these guys and gals that have been more scrappy and more like, you know, Hey, I want to level up. I want to prove myself and, and this and that. And I think in a similar capacity, I love being there for that growing process and that learning process, but it is a time consuming process, right? So you mentioned, you, know, you only have a finite number of hours and years, et cetera. So, uh, but any, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that can resonate with that. Maybe there are a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs who are just starting their business. Maybe they're, first-time CEO or a business owner and really good at selling themselves and selling the product. But when they start to hire somebody to do it for them, you, you know, that's where you start to have this like fork in the road. Like, well, do I go get like this quote unquote high performing person or do I groom somebody brand new from the ground up and see what they can do? And so I, I like we, I've seen that question come through our channels and stuff like that. So that's why I wanted your opinion on that. Keep it with the uh, s small business. I think the the the, the interesting. Sure. I, I Please go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caveat to that because there are certain people who've got who've got expenses and and they have to work. They have mm. to make a certain amount of money in order to mm. be able to pay their bills. So you don't want them coming in and they can't afford to live. So 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 it's about just mm. finding the right balance. For them to not, to, you know, it's Maslow's hierarchy, right? They need to be able to meet the bills, meet the costs, but you're not paying them the mm. commission before you have to pay them the commission. They're going to deliver for you before you go too far. And I've got no problem paying people a quarter of a million, half a million, a million right. dollars if they could earn it. But just let's make sure we're both giving each well other said. 
I would say well said. Thank you. Uh, Keeping with the small businesses and like, you know, that's majority of the clientele that we work with at AdSymbol. Um, And there's a lot of people who just, even with their businesses, whether it be a startup or maybe they're 12 or 20 years in, but they just don't have the foggiest clue when it comes to marketing. So what would you do in the, or, or maybe a, uh, a uh, uh, kind of like some tips that would kind of like lead them on to like a right path onto maybe just something basic to get going and just kind of learn because nice. you, you have like a lot of sources where you get a lot, like a lot of learning from as you've explained before. Uh, what do you tell those small businesses when they just don't have the foggiest clue about marketing? Watch our main interview. There's loads of nuggets in there. But the, the simplest thing is, who, who are you going to go to advice from? Go to somebody who's going, who's mm. been where you want to go, who's done what you want to do, because they know how to do it. They know how to, to make it work. Too many of these agencies, and, and I've, <laughs> I've watched some of the, these marketing, digital, PR, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, they haven't got a clue. They, they openly admit they don't know because the algorithms are changing quicker than their systems are changing. And they're spending lots of money practicing. They're using your money to learn. They're using your money to practice. They're using your money to figure out how to do this. <coughs> and then if, you know, there are, there's only a certain amount of favors they can keep asking of their journalists, their partners to get you free PR. Sometimes it's an investment. Stop looking at spending money as a cost. Look at it as an investment. It's an investment in your business. And really, if you do it well, it goes from one pocket to the other pocket. And you take out 15 bucks and you get 25 bucks back, then it's been a good investment. You take 15 bucks out and you get nothing back. You had a learning mm. lesson. You had a learning moment. And you learned what not to do next. And I, I think the best lesson I had was probably the biggest PR company in New York spent a fortune with them. They didn't get me one piece of coverage, not one, not one interview, not one column inch. They could not pull it off for me. And I went, oh, seriously, my story can't be that bad. This is, this is pre, pre-COVID. Probably now it's not, it's not so difficult. Sure. I've got a great story to tell. But, and I said, but I've spent a fortune with you. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, not one iota and no comeback. So be very careful who you choose. Doesn't matter if they're the biggest, the best. You know, make sure that they can they can actually. We got one best. last question. But spend, mm. spend. <laughs> we got one last question for you, Simon. We're going to let you go. Uh, again, thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the Ad Hero Podcast. You did a famous, uh, well, we we like to think it's famous, an interview with Jordan Belfort. Uh, obviously, he's very well known for the Wolf of Wall Street and uh, you know his own podcast, the the Wolf's Den uh, stuff like that. We wanted to know, because we did an episode here on the Ad Hero Podcast where he did an interview with Grant Cardone, who we've talked a lot about. And, and so it was kind of like a momentous occasion to see him go kind of toe-to-toe with Grant Cardone and you know who's really the best salesman slash marketing person, et cetera. Uh, we wanted to know in that interview process, behind the scenes, how, how was it interacting with Jordan? Was there any... Uh, interesting th- nuggets that were said did you did you have a particular opinion of him before the interview and did that change after the interview and is he a small guy too by the way <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> he's tidy. Um, it's funny, you know, I saw that film. I, I was in Sydney when that film came out, and I got a text from somebody, you've got to go and watch this film. It's like your business, because the sales office, that's what our sales office was like in its heyday. You know, we didn't have them throwing <laughs> midgets, but we, we did basically everything else. We shaved people's hair for charity. We, 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 did so many, we did so many crazy things, and we, did, and we mm. still do crazy trips around the world. So I was, I was quite pleased to see him. Um, <coughs> I think yeah. I challenged him a little bit through the interview because I felt like sometimes you know, he wasn't quite listening to what I had to say. So I had to, <laughs> I had to tease him a little bit. You know, he's a very busy guy. That's all, that's all I'll say to you. He's very busy. And on the Cardone, um, you know, I think they were both, you know, they were like two, two squalling <laughs> dogs. You know, they were just, they were at it. I think Grant has definitely mellowed as as years gone by, and he's certainly become hugely successful, hugely right. more successful. Um, and right. uh, and right. so so right. after that right. interview, right. Was so done, so you, after you that interview was done, like, okay, you 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 still you're like okay, you know, Jordan, was, like this was a cool guy, like that was a good interview, or did you have like a like you know a different opinion? I, th- I had to fight. Interesting. I noticed that. Across at times. But I've got to say, he in- the- but the intro he did for me, I-, I-, I saved that on my phone. And when I'm ever feeling a little bit down, I listen to that intro because he didn't do the intro when I was there. Right. He must have recorded the intro afterwards. And uh, it was it was a wonderful intro. So if you haven't seen the, the interview, nice. even just watch the intro because, uh, you know, he really – encapsulated the story beautifully well thank you so much uh simon leslie for joining us again today on the ad hero podcast uh be sure to uh check this out on everywhere where podcasts are heard spotify apple itunes uh uh, anchor you name it and of course watch the video version of it on our youtube channel uh comment like and subscribe hit the notification bell and uh leslie is uh, simon is going to be available online you can find him at simon underscore leslie 21 Uh, And go shop all his books on Amazon and check out his website as well. Uh, Thanks again, Simon. We appreciate you joining us. And uh, take care, man. Thank you so much. We'd like to have you back, too.